Spellbound is a fairy tale inspired actual play D&D podcast. It follows the adventures of Princess Thea, the human sorceress, played by Lydia Miller. My cat has been zonked at the base of my bed this entire time. He's so mm-hmm. cute. I want to murder him and eat him. Delalia, the elven ranger, played by Kelsey Botwinick Caruza. So he's a pseudo wyvern. <laughs> Hashtag Graham. Felix, the gnome fighter, played by Rebecca Munez. Well, I'm hoping that this is my truth. And me, your DM, Emma Carter. Hello, hello. Welcome back, listeners. We hope you've had another safe week wearing your mask, even though it's hot outside, staying socially distant, and drinking plenty of water. Staying hydrated is always important, but especially during the summertime. So pour yourself a nice cold glass of water or iced tea, or maybe crack open a bubbly, and take a moment to relax. We'll be shifting to a bi-weekly schedule. I may have mentioned that last time, but mainly we're making this change from weekly to bi-weekly because frankly, I need more time for editing and for crafting the adventures for our sessions when the spellcast and I actually get together and play. So episode 14 will be released on August 1st, 2020. I'm putting it on my to-do list today to upload the sides for the listener cameo contest. So hopefully those should be up before the end of the weekend. The listener cameo contest will be for anyone who thinks it would be fun to lend their voice to the podcast, to hear themselves become a part of the story. I'll pick whichever entry suits the character best or is the funniest or the creepiest or, you know, no spoilers, you'll see. When we last left our heroes, they'd made a new friend. Lorne, the pseudo-dragon, and Princess Thea discovered her mother's magic was tied to the goddess mother, Astraea. Now they've rested, and all that's left is to make the journey to Silvale, and hopefully Prince Dashing. What challenges will they encounter along the way? Let's find out. I will see you in the story. This week's episode is dedicated in loving memory to Zoe, Rebecca and Sebastian's wonderful, adorable dog. Zoe was the best girl, and she will be missed. TT was downstairs, Curdwin, just eating her food, and she somehow didn't know I was coming, and it, like, scared the shit out of her that I, like, existed <laughs> next to her, because I went down to kiss her like I always do, and she was like, That's ah! <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> like, you were a cat, and you did not know I was coming. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, Yas is being pretty good right now. I feel bad. He, he threw up earlier. Oh. He's really fussy about his food. Guys, can I explain yeah. to you how prissy my cat is? Just real quick. Mm. Please. There's a reason that the painting that I have of him looks like, you know, like an upper crust, <laughs> like... Aristocrat. Aristocat. 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 Ah! Um, <laughs> so, this cat, I didn't get any of the, like, gross cat stuff, so he's not stinky. I mean, like, mm. he poops and stuff, but he, sure. like... He, when he wants his litter box to be cleaned, he's very smart. He will go to his box of litter, not the litter box, like the box that the litter comes in. Oh. Paw at it and stare at me. He knows. He knows. And he also, I mean, he only eats pate for breakfast 
and it has oh to be God. fish pate. It cannot be chicken pate. It has to be fish. fish um, and then his dry food, he's very picky about. He only eats one brand. It also has to be fish. Cannot be chicken. Cannot be anything else. Has to be awesome. fish. I know. And um, if, his bowl, if his bowl is a little bit dirty, he will not eat. He will wait for me to, like, I'll put his dry food in there, and if there's, like, a speck left over, like, a speck left over from his pate, <laughs> he won't eat it. So I have to, like, go dump the whole thing, wash it out, come back, put the same exact food in there, and he's like, thank you. He oh, also man. will not drink his water if there's anything floating in it, like, oh, if yeah. he gets oh, a little yeah. bit of food in it. Well, he'll he's not an animal. Out. I know, but he'll come over to where I am, and he'll drink out of my water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kurdwin drinks every drink I have, no oh, matter what I do. Him. Yeah. Kridwin will eat anything though. Like she'll, she would eat Ryan if he stayed still long enough. <laughs> and she like cleans me a lot too, which is really cute. With with Zoe, unfortunately, she's um started figuring out that we're putting medicine in her food. Oh, and so, so she's pissed about it. Yeah, so mm. she won't she won't eat anything in her bowl now. Like she's like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, no. One day you didn't crush up one of those pills enough, and I ate it. And I spat it out. And it was yucky. on your carpet. That was the whole idea. Hi. Hi, Poppy. Maybe she. Dopamine. Hi, Zozo. Oh, she's so oh, cute. <laughs> she looks like a fox. But I black. love her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's perfect. Stinky old girl. <laughs> she's become a smelly dog. Like, she yawns, and I'm just like, <laughs> like why? Why? <laughs> like, your yeah, breath her is ass. Oh, I call her nasty girl. Nasty girl. So, yeah, let's just do a little review of what happened during the last session. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, it was really quiet for a second. We just were responding (laughs) like assholes. We were all being (laughs) assholes. I feel like I need to work backwards. Um, So we, I don't know, I know that we came and met Wahea. Um, uh-huh. And they gave me some clothes. Yeah, you got some a sweet new ensemble. Yeah, thank yes, you. Yes, I feel like last episode or last game was more about like, like, get gaining like collective grounding and collective understanding of like where we're at and where we're headed. Is that uh-huh. correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, you meditated. Um, we all talked about our dreams. We were getting ready to head towards. A temple, I think, or a certain area with the goddess. Yeah, I hid my notes under a stupid name and couldn't find them. Okay, so I know I grabbed the wrong notebook. I don't know. Southeast of the Meryl, of Meryl, there's a tribe of wood elves who worship Kildora. Oh, and and Wahia knew my mom or something. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's the huge thing. Not only that, but she also is magical. Or did we not decide that? I think we did decide that. We decided it. Yeah, my mom had magic yeah and she yeah, might not have returned home after visiting my people mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so we're going to this temple for which purposes again to get your brother we yeah, think he's there because that's where the wolves got so it you're going because you think he's there i'm going because i'm real curious about what the fuck's going on so they might have some answers about the other stuff so selfishly i think that my character is a little bit more into the um wanting to save the forest part of this cool Mm -hmm. and the world i mean honestly i would say that that's 
less selfish than going for a single person. Right. Well, you're the dick. I'm the nice one. You <laughs> <laughs> can be kind of a dick sometimes. I have listened to the recording and been like, wow, she's having a b- bit of privilege there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, she uses it for good most of the time. <laughs> yeah. And and Felix is, is coming along because uh, uh, he feels he's committed to this part so far. Might as well see it through to the end and also uh, to uh, keep an eye on uh, the princess because of the dream. That really bothered him. So he's like, okay, okay, I need, this is, this is what I need to be doing. Like, I love how non-toxic um, Felix is. And I was actually just talking to a guy friend of mine today about this. And he said he's going to listen to this podcast because he's going to marry, marry Emma. So hopefully he <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> um, so he, we were talking about that, like, alpha slash beta slash omega male concept of the like mm-hmm. modern male movement which is so fucking awful and um yeah. they and i was like the real real good men are beta males like that is that's actual good men <laughs> that women want to reproduce with that are furthering our species and it's a good thing like mm-hmm. like yeah. um uh what god the hufflepuff man that's in the fantastic beast newt's commander yeah, Newt so like Scamander. Newt Scamander and people like that that are like good men, investigated humans, don't think women are objects. Loving it. Sophia, you meditate for a while, you do your dancing lights, and then I think you're pretty tired because you guys have been yeah. walking for a long time, and it's been, it's, it's still been a lot. So you guys take your nap um, for six hours, so let's say if it's about six o'clock in the morning, then it'll be about noon when you wake up, right? Math, yes. Yes. Um, yes. And so it's about noon when you wake <laughs> up. You guys can have some food. I think Wahea brings you some of vegetables from their garden um, that uh, they've made into a simple meal. They also have some meat that they've hunted and turned into to, uh, jerky. So you guys have a simple lunch of fresh vegetables and uh, meat that Wahea has, has prepared for you. And you know that the bridge will appear at night um, and Wahea has told you that it could take it could take a day or more. They were pretty vague about where the bridge exactly is. They were um, vague about a lot. <laughs> you just, we have our map. Yes. And we have they, our dragon. <laughs> dragon friend. Uh, and they say, just follow the river and you will find the bridge. Um, I'm gonna curtsy and then realize I'm in pants and then maybe bow and say thank you for all of your help. And Wahea bows their head to you uh, and they say, you are welcome, princess. Thank you for (laughs) giving us a safe place and information. It means everything. And I bow. And Wahea bows to you too, Delalia. Um... And uh, uh, Felix also uh, gives a bow. He's not really sure what to say, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, you know, uh, th- th- thank you for letting us rest here. And Wahea looks to you, Felix, and they give a little, a little, a little bow, a little nod of the head. And, 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 and Delilia, you see, you're the only one who sees this. You see the faintest, like, look of amusement on Wahea's face at Felix. Like, Love even it. they can't help but be, but like him. <laughs> He's so good. Thank God. I was worried he was being very rude there. I think Wahea was watching Felix put the tent together, too. 
No. <laughs> From their window. Oh, God. And that definitely explains the 10. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, cute. They got a jester. Rust. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine Felix is like kind of like Todd from Bojack Horseman, where everyone is just like he's so like every he's so endearing that like everyone loves him just instantly. He just gets away with things because everyone's like, oh, he's got that face. Look at that face. Um. So, so yeah. So Wahia says goodbye to you, and they send you on your way down the river towards Sil Vale. So you guys go, go yeah, you take your you take your rest and then you go out on an adventure. Scottish <laughs> mouth. Is Mavery here? Is Mavery? <laughs> that was that was you Devlin just, no. You <laughs> idiot. You just hear this voice in the brushes. Oh princess. Mavery <laughs> 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 was Irish. Oh, that was Scottish. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys remember the princess and the gargoyle? Did we have this conversation? Yes, we did, yeah. Uh-huh. There's a little, there's a nursemaid who reminds me of Mavery and that too, who's always like trying to find the princess and take care of her. And I think that that like subtly influenced me. Remember how visceral the sounds were in that? Like, oh God, yeah. The water dripping and walking on stone was like so like real. It was so mm-hmm. real. Lydia, did you see that movie? Nope. It's such a good, it's a good 90s cartoon where if you bought the VHS tape, you got a telephone card so that if you ever got lost, you could use it to pay, like use a pay phone to call your parents or something. That's awesome. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. And there's a whole thing in the beginning of the movie where an actress who like plays one of the animated characters is like, but in real life is like, remember, this is how you use your card in case you get lost. And it's just really cool. So. Wow. I just That's had to cool. Say that. Um, so yeah, so you guys, uh, you leave, the, you, you rest, you rest up, you've got a map, you ha- probably have some food that you've had food, um, you got new clothes for the Princess Thea, and you are ready to go to Sylvale. Um, the Woodward is going to stay with Wahea since that is where he, he, he is Wahea's companion. I like to think of him as like their Mr. Mime, like oh. the Pokemon Mr. Mime. I so. love that. Woodward is their companion who stays with them. Um, and uh, Cherry Bloom, I think, stays with you for the first part of your journey. But once you get, um, since you're backtracking, once you get to about where um, where you met up with him, he he bids you farewell and he heads back to where the other, uh, the, the sprites and the other pixies are. So he's, he's been with you for this part of the trip. But once you get a little, once you get closer to back to where he lives, he's going to say goodbye. Bye, Aww. Cherry Bloom. I'll miss you. Bye, little guy. He gives you a little a kiss on the nose, Lydia. <gasps> oh. Thank you. I'm not crying. Shut up. <laughs> we flutters away. Oh. Because um, you guys are going to go somewhere that might be scary, and I think Cherry Bloom doesn't want to go somewhere that might be scary. That's smart. Um, I'm glad he's safe. <laughs> but, Lorne... Our pseudo dragon friend does seem to be wanting to go with you. He uh, he actually I think hops up onto uh, uh are you riding Ramsey, Felix? Yes. <laughs> okay, so you're riding Ramsey. I think Lauren hops back up on top of Delalia, um, and he rides Delalia like Felix is riding Ramsey. Perched <laughs> on your shoulders, Delalia just kind of like love that. everything. And they Lauren is visible right now. Yes, and he's what visible. color is he? 
Oh, he's red. He's a little. Let me show you a picture. Is him like Mushu? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me show you a picture real quick. I can upload it to. Uh... Oh, that was I bad. love scaly things. I'm so sad that I pissed him off because all I want to do is pet him. <laughs> you know when Mushu pops out of the water and his like ears are back? And mm -hmm. they scream and they're like, Snake! And yes! he's just like so cute and soft looking and he's like the most adorable Mushu's ever been in that scene. <laughs> I didn't even think about it, but yeah, he's a little red dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Mushu. Oh, I am Mulan. Let me put this on your level. On your in a way, aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all Mulan? Oh, okay, good. Look at him! I love him. He's so cute! Oh, he has like a scorpion tail and grabby things. Yeah, he's got a little. Oh, okay. So he's a pseudo wyvern. <laughs> Hashtag Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at his, his paws. Oh, he's so oh, cute. Oh my goodness. Isn't he cute? Oh, he's it's... so cute. Look, he's a little friend with a little mouse. Or is I'm he he's going to eat the mouse. He's about to eat that mouse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we know that, right? Does, yeah. anyone, does anyone want to roll to see if they know anything about pseudo dragons? Oh, yeah, yes. I do. Everyone can roll. Uh, what would that oh. be under? Um, Either history or animal handling or nature or magic. <laughs> Probably just roll. whatever's just highest. Just roll something. Let's say let's say like magic or nature. Hey, nature. Rebecca got a twenty-two. Twenty-two nice. or animal handling. Awesome. Hold on. Can I can I do history? Or... Yeah, you can do history. You can do history. I'm good at history. Awesome. Okay, cool. Nice. So we got a 22, a 15, and a 21. Um, so I think, I think Rebecca, you've heard stories about pseudo-dragons in your travels. Mm -hmm. um, and, and Princess Thea, you've read books that had pseudo-dragons in them. And Delavia, you've never, you've never seen one, but you do, you know of pseudo-dragons. Um, maybe uh, not quite as like detailed as uh, Thea and Felix, but they can fill you in that, um, so a pseudo-dragon is a tiny dragon. They have keen senses, so they have advantage on wisdom perception checks um, that rely on sight, hearing, or smell. Uh, they have some magic resistance, so they have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. They have limited telepathy, uh, so they can magically communicate simple ideas, emotions, and images telepathically, get this part, with any creature within a hundred feet of it that can understand a language. You have to know a language. Just a language. Just a language. Um, and he can bite and he can sting and his stinger is poisonous if the person doesn't save. Um, and depending on how badly they fail their saving throw, they might fall unconscious. Oh. oh. Yeah. Nice. They're, they're nice. Not this is a good guy to have around. They're yeah. not they're not known for being um you know like bad or anything. Like they're not known for being um they 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 can, you know, hurt you if you want to, but they're not known for being aggressive in any way. I want to say that that they are usually found in like more private areas, like um they're not the kind of creature that you would find <laughs> out and about in so it's kind of weird that maybe if he's in the forest like So that that was going to be a prize for those poachers. Like Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. For those guys. Also, when you said that it was usually places that are more private, I was thinking like bras or underwear. <laughs> 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 and I had to share this terrible joke because that's right. 
Like, what if that was the chastity belt? It was just, <laughs> <laughs> it was just a, a dragon. <laughs> a dragon in your pants. Fine. <laughs> Is that a dragon in your pants? Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Oh. So you guys are traveling along the river. About 30 minutes into your adventure, some clouds roll in and a light rain begins to drizzle over the party as you walk down the river. Oh man, my hair is gonna be huge. You want my hat? No, it's, I'm used to it. Okay. Let's just keep moving. I'm just gonna apologize in advance for the uh, wet goat smell. You guys are all gonna be uh, subject to. And um, Felix gets off of off of uh, Ramsey because if the goat smells, he's gonna smell. So, <laughs> and Delalia very seriously says, "Thank you for your apology." <laughs> um, and Delalia, Lauren does not look like he likes the rain. He's looking up and like. Um, I offer him to go inside of my doublet. What am I wearing? I don't even know what my clothes are. You tell me. Yeah, it's kind of like a... Yeah, I have a little undie. Or a little thing. <laughs> so I open I it. Undie. Yeah, and I put him... I offer him inside of my little vest. If he wants to go in there. And he crawls in and he curls up. <laughs> he starts to purr. <laughs> oh. oh! Is he our team cat? Yes! Mm, team mm. cat. Um... And so, yeah, you're walking along, and it's rainy, and uh, the rain doesn't let up, so it gets progressively muddier. Um, the rain doesn't get harder. It just keeps keeps raining. It's kind of chilly. It continues to be that way. So, Delilia, okay. you said something about needing a gift. Like, do we, what kind of gift, and where do we get it? Do we have to, are we going to go to your, your place? You know, I think that whatever, if the river needs some something, it might be a memory or a token. It it probably won't be anything of like intrinsic value. value. Yeah, we we can just skip it. And if it needs, if the bridge needs something like silver or gold, we'll just go get it. But why why even bother if we don't have to? do all that. There's no point. It's just, uh, there's You're no point. You're reluctant that. to go home. I mean, I guess I understand. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it, it'd be a whole thing to go home, so I am not against the idea. I'm willing to go do that and see them and show them that I am indeed in bed with humans, but I it's, there's no until it's time, until it's necessary, there's no point pushing it. Okay. And Delalia is sort of, like, it's not one of those conversations where it's like, never speak of this again. But it's one of those, like, if 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 Thea told Delalia, no, I think that we should go there, Delalia would, would grudgingly do it, but she doesn't want, it's not going to be her suggestion. Yeah. Right. Well, there's a cat in here. Best it either. I'm just yeah. curious. I'm being nosy. Awesome. <laughs> um, I think when you say the word home, Lorne sends everybody uh, a feeling of being warm. Aww. Thanks, Lorne. That's helpful. <laughs> Lorne, did you... Did they take you from your home? 
and he doesn't answer right away. So he, he shows you a picture of himself or of like from his point of view and it's outdoors, but it's not in a forest. It looks like maybe like more of like a rocky area, um, like more of like a big open plain, um, but not like, but kind of like dirt and not like just mm. like a beautiful grassy field, but like an open plain with like some rocks and dirt. Um, and like you see from his point of view, like just like 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 running through this like you know like plane, and then uh, at one point just like a like a cage like slamming over top of his uh, of his uh, his vision, and mm-hmm. then you you feel the fear as he's trying to get out of this cage, and you see feet you know in front of you, um, and I think it's kind of muffled like I don't know if you can really understand the words, but you you can you it sounds like. Eric Erickson's cocky, cocky, cockney accent. Um, saying you can like something. taste him saying love. Yeah. Those men were awful. We won't let them hurt you, but hopefully our journey will take us closer to your home. Um, and then you you say that, and he does send you one more picture, and he sends you uh, again the picture of like the book with the candle, um, on a desk. I wonder what that's about. Maybe that's the area he's from. Like, maybe he had a previous owner. They tend to be the, um, uh, pseudo dragons tend to be owned by wizards. Oh. Interesting. I actually know this information, and now Felix technically knows it too, because I rolled high enough. (laughs) Yes, I love it, Rebecca. (laughs) I was just like, oh, thank God, I can actually say something. I actually know this. Um, I think you say that, uh, when you say that, Rebecca, uh, Lauren sends, uh, Lauren sends a picture of, um, of a person, but, like, you're looking at them from behind, and they look like an old man, an old, an old, uh, you can't tell what race they are, like, it could be an elf, it could be a human, it could be anything, but you see, like, an old, an old person wearing a pointy hat. (laughs) Like a wizard. Definitely a wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that answers that question. I wish there was a way for us to know his name. It doesn't matter. We'll find him. We'll find him. And it's been said now. It's real. (laughs) So it is said, so it shall be done. I gotta start writing shit down. There's so much happening today that... I'm like, well, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> We're just creating canon like crazy, and you're like, Ugh. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, it's good. It's good. I left things like specifically open ended so they could be filled in later, and it's like, oh, we're filling in them now. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, I just love we have like this growing to do list of like <laughs> of uh, side quests. I dig. <laughs> So as you're walking on the river, on your right, the skyline of a Fodenhoid is poking out from uh, behind the trees. There's a, a sort of like a, an open space, and you can see above the tree line, uh, Felix and Thea and Alalia, some tall, like the, the tops of some towers in the distance. And you don't really have a have a good look at it, um, but it, it's uh, it's clear that it's a very large, beautiful looking city from your vantage point from down here 
that where you're from, Delalian? Yes. It's beautiful. Thank you. It is beautiful. I know that that doesn't always mean that it's a nice place to be. A lot about it is very nice. I, I think that there just isn't room in my life for excluding other races just because of their race. It doesn't make sense. Oh, if, that's a thing? Well, elves live for a very long time, and I understand that everything about... So everything about your nature, Felix, is related to the kind of life that you'll live and will be able to live, right? Mm-hmm. So, and same with Thea, and there's just a point where my people have decided to retreat and be separate and they feel that the things that matter, the things that matter to them aren't things that humans could ever understand or care about. But I believe that a more holistic approach is necessary to understanding the world and that we have been given power and been given a lot of ability that we should share. It's not fair for us to keep it all to ourselves. When there are troubles happening out there, look at Thea's situation. That makes sense. I'm sorry that it's caused you to be alienated by your people. I know how hard that is. It is. But you see, Wahea has is more than enough family for anyone. They are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and terrifying. Yeah. Also, like, that outfit. Dude. What? Yeah just has it laying around and is like, here, take this. Like, okay. It's nice to not be tripping over a dress. I hate yeah. dresses. Hate you seem them. a lot more like you now. Mm-hmm. Thanks, I feel more like me. The bigger your hair gets, the more thea you are. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Everybody back home was always trying to put it down with braids. Yeah, no. Well, okay. Thing. You know how your name is spelled? T-H-I-E-A? Is that correct? E-I-A. E-I-A. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> the point what? I was going to make it doesn't apply then. What? Uh, what? <laughs> well, because I was, it's just such a, it's a sort of an elfy name. And I just wondered yeah, if maybe your mom had something was inspired or something. Um, hmm. Outside of the game, I like the name because it is the name of one of the muses. Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? It also means goddess. Just because the wait, what? The Thea means goddess. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Tell me, like Theo. It's, it's got some of those. I mean, because if you think about, yeah, like Theo. It's but Thea. You know? Like when you think of like monotheistic or mm, that's really cool. Yeah. But it's one of the it's it's also the name of one of the muses, and I think it was the Muse of Comedy. I think. It's been like a minute. I found this name in high school and have been obsessed ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to name my firstborn daughter Thea. So I looked at the map and actually you passed right oh. by a phonatoid on your way. So you're talking about it, and then as you, as the party goes silent for a moment, you you go go closer, and on the other side of a river, the trees you can see in the distance is beautiful. 
kingdom of a phone at it looks like the the buildings are made out of white stone or, or marble or some kind of beautiful white uh, uh, thing there looks like there's a big beautiful golden gate uh there's uh, it just it looks like a shining city a shining city um quite uh quite ethereal quite just everything looks beautiful like most elven things everything looks beautiful that is both impressive and terrifying <laughs> i agree like it's like the complete opposite of like what a gnome house would look like that's just so what about where you're from Felix are are gnomes you said that they they wouldn't live like this no not really um uh, gnomes tend to well uh, we're more kind of of the earth I mean this is definitely of the earth but like uh, you know we tend to uh, you know most of us live in really small towns uh, very small villages and uh, they're actually kind of hard to find uh, we uh, we tend to use uh, illusion enchantments on them uh, we like our privacy but you know we like visitors but we, we try to keep out big things that like to squish little things so. Yes, I. Would you say that it's unusual for a, a gnome to be a hero? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, gnomes, gnomes are a little more uh, philosophical. They tend to stick closer to home for the most part. Um, like there are stories of gnomes out there that. Uh, have gone on adventures and stuff. It's just they tend to die while they're out there. Um, they don't usually. Well, you're come doing back. you're doing great, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, most of them uh, gnomes are, are most gnomes, not me, but most gnomes are actually really good at doing magic or alchemy or inventing things. So um, that that tends to be where they are, or they become teachers. So. Uh, yeah, uh, those just, none of those, I, I, I wasn't any good at any of that sort of stuff, so. Well, you know what they say, those that can't hero teach, and, uh, you're obviously very good at heroing. I would have to agree with Delalia. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, I, I'm hoping it's, I hope, I'm hoping that, you know, this is, um, well, I'm hoping that this is my truth. So, uh, I, it, it is my truth. And, um, so that's that's that that's that's that. Yep. How do you um, know if something's your truth? You just know. And like it, it, truth is not just like a career. It can be anything. So uh it can be, you know, a passion, a hobby, you know, love, things like that. It's it's when you know it, you know it. So I'm I'm pursuing my truth. And I know, I don't know about everybody else, but Delilah just sort of like nods and looks content upon hearing that and keeps walking. Yeah, I'm, I'm deep in thought. Mm hmm. That's yeah. some real shit. <laughs> Onward to the adventure. Yes. <laughs> he just kind of trudges on ahead. So you passed a phonotoid, Delilah's home. Uh, you don't have any trouble. Um, and you keep going you keep following the river and the hours go by i think at some point you might stop and rest and have a snack um 
but you uh, you do know that you've got a, a prince to save. So so you, you, you keep walking and the rain actually gets a little bit harder. So you have to stop and, and rest for a little while. Uh, I think you, uh, I think Felix is able to put up a tent uh, and this time without a bunch of people watching him and just kind of needing to get it done quickly. He puts up the tent <laughs> so that everyone can curl up inside the tent and and uh, enjoy a, a little rest for a while until the rain dies down. And you're able to do that. And then once the rain dies down, uh, you head back out along the river. And so I'm gonna say, if you, you know, took off at two, it's about, it, it's getting close to, it, it's getting dark now. And uh, once the rain stops, you uh, are able to go out again and the clouds are, are gone now. They've the, the rain has let up, the clouds have dissipated and um, it is dark outside. And you continue down the river in the darkness. When the moon comes out, it's not a full moon because it was a full moon the night at the festival. So um, it is a, is it a waning moon? Yes. yes. So it's a waning moon. The stars are out now that the clouds have cleared up. Um, and uh, Lauren is back on your shoulders, Deladia, since it's not raining anymore. Um, you uh, can hear the crickets. You hear, again, you hear the frogs. You hear different animals now, though. Like, you hear the owls and all of the, the night critters are, are out and about making their music. Um, and as you continue walking and the hours go by, it, I mean, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty late in the evening at this point. You've been walking for, you've been walking for over 12 hours. You did take some breaks. So I'm gonna say you've been walking for counting the breaks. You've been walk, you've been traveling for about, I'm gonna say about like tw 20 hours. What? Um, How far away do you think this thing is? I don't know. My feet are killing me. Yeah. Well, we should probably stop because we'll prob we'll want to be rested, don't you think? If we meet them. Yeah. And the last thing we want to do is walk past the bridge at this point. But wait. If we have to say something to make it appear, right? Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Right. We do. We have to. We have to call out to the goddess Kildora. Kildora, yeah. And there has to be moonlight on it. There's moonlight. moonlight. Check. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If we yeah. wait and concerned that it'll yeah. get bright again, we might oh, want yeah. to test it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um. I don't want to just yell in the middle of the forest. Can I? I look around to see if it seems like anything's around us. And you look around, Olivia, and in the distance, you see a white wolf staring at you. Oh, good. That's good. That's good? Um, yeah. Guys, that's, that's her. Yes. The goddess, Kildora. That, that wolf? That's her? Well, or something related. Um, and I very politely and reverently call out to the wolf. Um, we seek to cross goddess Kildora. And the wolf looks directly at you, Delavia. And then it turns its head further down the river. And uh, it begins to run down the river. Let's go. And I start I, running. 
Oh. I imagine that Felix was starting to get the tent set up and now he's like yeah. putting it back. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> grab whatever I can off of the ground and like pull it up in my arms and say, come on, Felix, we gotta hurry. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> hey, um. princess, don't run ahead. <laughs> And you run after the wolf and you run. And Delivia, as you run, like in your dream, you notice that the wolf isn't like pure white. It looks, it looks like it's also made out of like, it looks green. Like it's also made out of, of, of like forest. Yeah, for, for no, with no, I have no better way to describe it than made out of forest. And you're running and you're running and you're running and you round the bend. And as you round the bend, you see, uh, you see the wolf and it is stopped at the edge of the river. And there is a shaft of moonlight that is hitting the river in just the perfect spot. And the wolf jumps. And because it is a magical, you can assume, wolf, you see the wolf jump like and walks on the water across to the other side of the river. Like in just a couple of big leaps, it leaps onto the water and it's walking on the water and then it leaps again and it's walking on water and it makes it to the other side and it looks back at you. I'm gonna come running, panting, up behind Alalia. How did it, how do we, what are we supposed to do now? Goddess, we will follow your lead. <laughs> and um, she, she tries to remove all the fear from her heart and Delalia walks onto the water in that location. Oh no. Oh no! <laughs> and Delalia, um, uh, Sorry, I feel like maybe I didn't set this up right. Okay, so, but you said it. So, Delilia, you uh, fall into the river. Yes. <laughs> Here, I don't, I know I feel mean. I don't want that to happen because I didn't set it up right. Um, so, as, I'm retconning a little bit because I feel like I bad. didn't set this up right. So, as the wolf is uh, jumping across the river, since, since you already did say Kildora's name technically, as the wolf jumps across the river um, in the shaft of moonlight, uh, from the moonlight, this bridge appears. It, it, it's like kind of like um, like a ripple effect, like as if the ripples are, are causing this like image of a, a bridge to appear in front of you. And it is a, an old an old stone bridge because I imagine it being a kind of like a a ghostly bridge. Um, so kind of like stone white. Um, so this ghostly white stone bridge appears um it doesn't look it, it looks pristine it doesn't look like it's covered in moss or anything it, it looks brand new um and the wolf sits on the other side and looks back at you but it doesn't do anything else do you approach the bridge yes felix just looks at delalia like this is not <laughs> Um, I approach it and ask the goddess for guidance. Um, I say, Goddess Kildora, may we cross? And you say that. <laughs> yep. And, no, it's good, it's good. And you say that, and you hear a voice call out to you, Hold it right there, lassie. You don't want to take another step, I can tell you that.
Hello, this is your DM, Emma Carter here. I'd like to take a moment to thank you, the listener, for pressing play. And an extra big thank you to those who've shared the podcast or rated and left us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you share the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and tag us or hashtag the spell pod, I'll put your name on my NPC naming list. In fact, we are about to meet a character that is named after listener Christopher Nitkin, who shared the podcast on Twitter. Thank you very much, Christopher. So gently caress that share button if you want to become a part of our Spellbound universe. This week, I want to give a big thanks to Green Goddess 17 for leaving us an Apple review. Green Goddess 17 says, I have been an avid listener since episode zero, and I can't wait for episode 12 to be released so I can find out what happens next. I love the magical world that DM Emma and the Spellcast have created, especially the chill, warm vibe of episodes 10 and 11. I'd love to spend a month in Mahea's treehouse. So would we. I've come to think of every character as a friend I look forward to hanging out with every week and the music and sound effects are perfectly chosen and integrated. Thank you so much, Green Goddess 17. I am glad you enjoy the music. I spend probably too much time selecting and editing the music levels for these episodes, so it's important to me that you like it. All right, let's get back to our heroes. Hold it right there, Lassie. You don't want to take another step. I can tell you that. Um, it's not Devlin. It's not Mavery. I no, it's clearly <laughs> someone different. It's so clearly someone different. And from underneath the bridge steps out a tiny figure. Yes, troll. Yes, troll. <laughs> well, just, so this figure, oh, it's, it's, it's a tiny figure, like smaller, like, like Felix size, if not smaller. Um, and from almost like appearingly out of nowhere, just from out under the bridge, you suddenly see uh, a small male humanoid, about a three feet tall, he's about three feet tall, with a swash of bright red hair, a red beard, and a long swirly mustache. He is wearing trousers, suspenders, a red coat decorated with various charms and baubles, and he holds a long black cane in one hand. And he says, there is a troll underneath this bridge. Is it? I'm sorry. Are you tar water? What? Ooh, no. I, and he straightens his bow tie, which I've just decided he has. It's <laughs> uh, a pleasure to make your acquaintances, uh, travelers. My name is Nitkin Bone Picker at your service. Nitkin Bone Picker, named after our follower Nitkin on Twitter. Thank you. Mit- Mitten, what? Nitkin bone picker. That's N-I-T-K-I-N bone picker. And he picks his teeth for emphasis. Uh, So how do we get across, Mr. Bone Picker? I'm glad you asked. And he smiles. And he opens his arms and he says, One way to cross the bridge unharmed is to hand over 
your most precious and valuable item. It will appease the troll, and then he will let you cross safely. Another way? Oh yes, there's another way. That's just the easiest way. What's the other way? His grin gets even bigger, Princess Thea, and he looks at you very intently. And he, uh, he comes over to you and he says, well, Lassie, if you don't want to hand over your valuables, and he eyes your necklace, you could... Uh, Felix steps between the two of them. Like, he, he, he doesn't really like... He doesn't like this boredness. The ogling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not, not a fan. And Nitkin puts up his hands, and he takes a step back, and he puts his hands underneath his suspenders, and he says, well, if you don't want to hand over your belongings, you could answer a riddle. I... I like riddles. <gasps> and he just like beams at you, Princess Thea, wait, and he, he wait, does a wait, little wait, dance. Wait. Can I talk to my friends first? Yeah. Guys, I oh. like... Sure, sure, go. If you want to talk about it, I'll be right over here. And he stands twiddling his thumbs. What We're supposed think? to find tar water. This guy is clearly the bridge troll. Yeah. Or something. I, I, He's bad. Either way, we're not going to get across that bridge, so... We could just try. <laughs> um, or we could try to find tar water. Literally, that's what Wahea told us to do. Can I look at the map? Do I see anything on the map that, I, like... I, 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 I think we could tar find tar water once we were in Silvale. Oh. Okay. Have you figured out whether you want to answer my riddles or not? I not promise yet. you, they're very good. Just a minute. Thank you. We okay. could probably... We could probably get the ri the riddle, right? Don't we think we could answer the amongst the three of us with all the life we've led? Now oh, this is a pretty eclectic group. Maybe somebody has heard of Very heard eclectic. of the riddle before. Okay. And Google. I like puzzles. Yeah. No using Google. No using Google. <laughs> God dang it. Okay. No Google. <laughs> Hands up the whole time. All right. No, it's fine. My phone's dead anyway. There we go. I'm going to turn around and say, all right, Mr. Bone. Wait, what happens if we don't answer correctly? Well, then you can't pass the bridge unless you give me a valuable item to give to the troll. Okay. But you That's don't fine. have to give me your most valuable item if you can solve my riddle. So those are our two choices. Or we could kill you. Well, you could try, but I certainly hope you wouldn't do that. It's so much more fun the other way. I agree. All right, what's yeah. your riddle? <laughs> All right. And he, he slaps his hands together and he rubs them and he says, here's the deal. One riddle per person. Okay. You, you, are allowed, you are allowed to help one another. I am a kind riddle master, but you must solve three riddles for three people to cross the bridge. If you do not get your riddle correctly, you must pay up, or the bridge troll is going to be very angry. Um, and you hear like a come out from underneath the bridge. You don't want to make him angry, I can tell you that. Okay, I can. Yeah, under no circumstance will you give him that necklace. Do you understand me? Okay. Are we ready to play? Riddle one. It's okay, as long as it's not what's in my pocket. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> what has he got in his nasty little pocketses? Ooh, his nasty little pocketses. 
Ooh, and I should say also, he has sharp teeth. Oh, so he's not a gnome. Great, cool. Not a gnome. Does anyone want to roll to see if they know what he is? Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I do. What would it be? History, you think? Uh, history or arcana. Okay. Ooh, they're both bad. Um, I have a good history, and I have good arcana. You can try rolling, too. Everyone can try if they want to. I have a negative one, and I rolled a nat one, so that's a zero for me. Delalia has no idea. She actually gets a headache trying to figure it out what it is. I have a nine. Rough, guys. Felix was just a three. You guys have no idea what this guy is. You know he's not a gnome, because Felix is a gnome, and you know he's not a gnome. Is he a halfling? Because he has that accent. No! <laughs> he's got sharp teeth. So a good guess. <laughs> I'm just going with he's Gollum, but perkier. All right. Hit Before Gollum was Gollum, yeah. This guy. All right. So, uh, Nitkin Bonepicker, he, uh, he steps forward and he <clears throat> clears his throat. And he says, riddle number one. Let me see here. Let me see here. <laughs> that was the riddle i don't know it had a riddle cadence all right he's actually making those noises while he's trying to think of a riddle like he's like <laughs> uh and nitkin bone picker says riddle number one i am light as a feather yet no man can hold me forever Feather, yet no man can hold me forever. You get three guesses per riddle. Okay, so it could be like maybe a secret. I'm not talking to you. Be like, <laughs> he just puts his hands in his suspenders and smirks. What if it's breath or air? Because it's like a feather, but man can't breath. hold his breath forever. Yeah, you can't hold your breath forever, and it is light. That's a good. That's a good one. I'm looking at Emma. Like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Do we like that one? Can we hear our other ones and then um, guess at once? I'm asking you. Can we hear all of the riddles and then we'll answer you later? <laughs> no, you have to answer one riddle at a time. It's more fun that way. Okay, <laughs> Mr. Bone Picker, I think. Guess number one. Yes, guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Guess number one is breath. <gasps> ding, ding, ding. And he, a little, uh, little like confetti. Pew, pew, pew. Yes, confetti. Also, and thank God Rebecca's here. Rebecca has so many secret superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like, I've, never, I've never heard that riddle before, but in the sewing room at Worlds of Fun, we would do a daily riddle every day. Somebody would have to come in with a riddle. And so... <laughs> You're used to thinking about them. Lit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and and Nitkin, he, he he grins and he says, good job. That is correct. The answer is breath. Ooh, you are very clever. Very, very clever travelers. That is one riddle answered. Two. Delilah is looking at him like he's pantsless outside of an elementary school. Like, not <laughs> impressed with this pervert. <laughs> I think we're all looking at him that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Mr. Bone Picker, we'll hear your next riddle. Triddle D. Fee Fi Full. Okay. 
<laughs> and he um we get across he uh he slicks back his his hair and he twirls his mustache and he says riddle number two <clears throat> i'm going to make it a little bit harder because you're so clever an open-ended barrel and shaped like a hive it is filled with the flesh and the flesh is alive <laughs> you open three guesses an open-ended barrel and shaped like a hive. It is filled with the flesh. The flesh is alive. And he makes like a scary face. Uh, guys, honey? Like a honeycomb? No, that doesn't make sense. An open no, because it's flesh. Shaped like a hive. And the flesh is alive. Gross, first of all. Open-ended barrel. Do you give up? No. <laughs> My initial thought would be maybe a head. Or a it is open. Been ended. It's open ended. <laughs> I love this. Or a and it's shaped like a hive. The flesh that's in and the flesh is alive. All I can think of is like a ham, which is not alive. No. What about like a snake? No. It's not really a barrel, but it's open on one end. <laughs> it's open. Well, it's open on both ends if you think about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> An open-ended barrel. Would you like me to read it again? Yes. <laughs> An open-ended barrel. It is shaped like a hive. It is filled with the flesh, and the flesh is alive. Do you want a hint? Yeah. What does it cost us? <laughs> uh, a hint would cost you either a small trinket or a forfeiture of one of your guesses for a future riddle. Oh, we'll, we'll forfeit one of our guesses for our first riddle. No, that does not count. It has to be a future riddle. Nice try, nice try. Let's I think that's see. fine, right, guys? We're what okay with forfeiting a... First, why don't we guess before we give up something? Do you have a guess? Well, we said ahead. Mm. It's not really open-ended. No, because it's... Think an end. What else but, could be flesh besides meat? Anything? I mean, fruit. I mean, anything that is... alive. Fruit has flesh. But... It'd have to be a bowl. No. I think we're gonna need a hint. Yeah, I'm down for a hint. That way, because then we still have three guesses after the hint. <sighs> but we have to give something up. Our future guess from the next one. <laughs> or we could give him a trinket. What do you have that's a trinket? Do you have anything? He leans in forward, his eyes gleaming greedily. Yes, what sort of trinkets do you have? I don't have trinkets. Yeah, I don't have any trinkets. Yes. Uh, and he says, uh, uh, Thea, when you say that, he says, uh, oh, I, I already received a beautiful trinket earlier today, but I will always take more. The troll really does love them. Uh. We'll give up a guess. Who was... Wait, yeah, oh. who was here earlier today? Who was here before? Oh, those fearsome beasts. The jackalwares. Yes, those. That's did the they, one. Did they have a young man with them? 
Indeed they did. Indeed they did. Oh God, they yeah. have dashing. Guys, they have dashing. He's Wait, here. He was okay. alive, right? Yes. The poor boy was alive. In fact, and he uh, like flips his wrist and up suddenly he's holding a ring and he shows it off to you. And Thea, you would recognize this as Dashing's ring because it has the crest of Highgard on it. That's his! That's his! I know! Isn't it beautiful? And he flips his wrist again and it disappears. I hate him. I hate him. Do you, do we need to get that ring back for you? I would like to. Okay. Okay, let's 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 focus on the riddles right now. Before Let me give us a guess. I am a bargaining happen. man. Okay, give us the guess. All right, one future guess knocked off your hint, my friends. This is a man-made item. Be a cheese. Maybe a crib. <laughs> He's just making eyebrows at you the whole time, uh, like. Mm-hmm. Just would you hold still and go away? We're thinking. <laughs> and he he cackled. <laughs> but it's shaped like a hive. It's shaped like a hive. So it's oh. It's round, right? Because hives are round. Like tubular, maybe? But hives, well, hives aren't hives round? Hives can be any shape. Oh, that's so not helpful. I know. Would you like another hint? No, not yet. No, we're thinking. What about a castle? Or a house? Ooh. The flesh and the flesh is alive. It's... It's man-made. It's filled with flesh. There's people in it. Yeah. Is that Um, your guess? No. (laughs) That's a really good one. Because a hive has a queen. Oh. So a kingdom? A castle? A tower? I'll give you another hint if you want. It'll only cost you one more future guess. What about like a boat? Like, out of game, this is driving me crazy because I feel like I've heard this riddle before and I yeah, don't right, remember right. the answer. Mm-hmm. Out of game, this is one of my harder ones because I didn't know how easy these would be for you, so I gave you one that I thought was a medium one first and you solved it really quickly, so I gave you one of the harder ones second. No, yeah, that's good. You overestimated us. <laughs> that's well, what makes it fun, though. Challenges. Let's, I mean... I'm thinking like a boat of some kind. Let's say a boat. Okay. All right, Mr. Bone Picker, our first yes. Wow, you're irritating. Did he politely like go away when I asked him to, or and just was like freaking out over there a little <laughs> beyond eyesight? He's been like eyeing you the whole time, like like just like eyes gleaming, like leaning over, like mm, mm, mm. he's obnoxious. Like, mm? <laughs> Mr. Bone Picker, our first guest is. A boat. <gasps> wrong. Oh, I'm so sorry. That is wrong. 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 And he grins malevolently. That's one guess. Would you like another hint? It's no fun if it's so hard that you're just going to keep getting them wrong. It's rude. Should we get another hint? Um, do we get to pick where the future hint or future guess comes from? Oh, it comes from your third riddle. So that's two from our third riddle. So we'd only have one guess on our third one. I think I'm okay with that because we do need to be able to cross this bridge. We do. Okay. Yes. Give us another hint. Your second hint is that it is no bigger 
than the size of your finger. <gasps> I think I know this. What? And I'm really bad. I'm really mad now. I have heard this before. What is, is it, Felix? It's a thimble. <gasps> he claps and he claps and the confetti comes out again and he says, yes, 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 that is right. You've gotten riddle number two. Good job. <gasps> okay, let's hear the third one. <laughs> Awful. Rebecca. Rebecca, you are a champ. <laughs> Just imagine me throwing ones at you. This is great. Yeah, that was... <laughs> yeah, that was that was so frustrating. I had heard it before, and I was like, ah. <laughs> okay, last, uh, Mr. Mr. Bone Picker, give us our last question, riddle thing, please. And 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 uh, and nitpick nitpicker is it nitpicker? Nope, that's not it. Nitkin. <laughs> Nitkin does remind you that. Remember, you can always trade me a bubble or a trinket if you uh, would rather do that than cross the bridge, or rather do that than answer the riddle. Um, riddle, bone picker, speak. And he, he, he smiles <laughs> at you, Delaney, and he leans in, and he twirls his mustache. And he says, Ahem, riddle number three. Ah! Sorry, bug, bug in my room. Big bug. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, where it's behind my bed. What? Sorry. Do you need to get the bug? I think my cat's gonna eat it. It's fine. Okay, good. That's what cats are for. <laughs> it is. Continue. Uh, riddle number three. Rich man want me. Poor man have me. The most optimistic man would believe I am impossible. What am I? Happiness. Don't make a guess yet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so wait, rich men want me, poor men have me. The most optimistic men believe I am impossible? Yes. So optimism is happiness, right? Um, optimism is the belief that things will turn out okay. Bad luck? Ooh, is it bad luck? That's not my guess. Rich men, no, because rich men, rich men want it. Rich oh, men yeah. want it. Rich men poor want me. me. Poor men have me. The most optimistic man would believe I am impossible. What am I? Hmm. Rich men want Freedom. me. Poor men have me. Freedom? You get one guess. Hmm. Um, rich men have me. Poor men want... Wait, rich men want me. Poor men, but poor men don't have freedom. What do poor men have? Time. What do rich men? Well, well, what do rich men want? Love. Status. Power. Huh? Status, love, power. But what doesn't a rich man? What doesn't a rich man have that he wants? Optimistic. Taxes. Lots of taxes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that poor people have an inordinate number of those. But what would you believe is impossible? I like happiness. Yeah. But I can also phrase it a different way. Yeah. Um, okay. you, can, you, you could also <laughs> read the riddle, rich man want for it, poor man have it. The most optimistic man would believe it, it, it is impossible. Rich men want for it, so they, they lack it? Mm hmm. 
so like perspective <laughs> um humility um what did um bob cratchit teach scrooge? bob cratchit and tiny tim yeah teach scrooge love joy joy truth do you know. give up no i mean no why is this so hard? Police brutality. Uh, Nit Nitkin is like um, doing weird mouth stuff. What is it? He's like like licking his lips, kind of. Like he's just like this is delectable to him. This this uh, your your tension and you're trying to figure out this riddle. We yeah. are so gonna pants him when we get across. He's hard. Like he's hard from this. You no. Okay, yeah. we're not gonna pants him. I don't. Want to <laughs> Let's leave the pants on. <laughs> um. You could give me uh, something for a hint. A little something. A little hint. I have a dagger, but I kind of need that. Um, do we have any coins or anything? Or food? I, I, will, I, I have no need for food, Lassie. I will give you a coin, and I give him a copper. He, he takes it. He looks at it. He bites it. He hands it back to you and he says, it's going to be a little bit bigger than that, Lassie. Well, what's your price then? So, for a trinket for you, what exactly warrants as a trinket? Could be a piece of shiny jewelry. Could be a, a gold piece. Could be a special memory. Do any of us mind parting with? Really? But I would hurt. prefer something shiny. How about a silver? And he, he thinks about it and he, he says, fine, I would take a silver, but I'm only going to give you a little hint. Just okay. the tiniest one. I give him a silver. He takes your silver and he pockets it immediately. And he says, uh, if you ask the most optimistic man in the world, what's impossible? What would he say? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> sorrow? Pain? Suffering? But, those, I mean, those things are possible, but if he's the most optimistic man in the world, what is it? So he's optimistic, so he doesn't think anything bad could ever happen. Well, and poor men have... I'm still feeling bad luck. Now that we change the words. Rich men want for it. They don't have very much bad luck. What you were saying a couple seconds ago, Kelsey, made Nitkin go, hmm. Oh, what did I say, guys? Fuck. <laughs> I don't I listen remember. to myself talk. <laughs> okay, sorrow, suffering. Nothing. It's nothing, guys. It's nothing. You're right. right. Yep. Nothing. It's nothing. Have nothing. Yep. You're right. Do it. It's nothing. I'm gonna shout that across the. And uh, uh, Nitkin jumps into the air and like extends his fingers and like fireworks go off. <laughs> like Woo! it's uh, like ding, 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 flashing lights. You've won a new car. Um, <laughs> and he says, that's right. You got it. You got it, lassies and lad. You have done it. You have solved my three riddles. You may press, pass through the bridge unharmed unless, and then he leans in and he says, Unless you'd like to up the ante. Why? What more could we possibly get from you? We want oh, that I, ring. 
I have many, many things. I have that ring. He uh, flicks his hand and the ring appears in his fingers again. Um, I have many trinkets that I have collected over the years. He flicks his other hand, or actually he like throws his, his staff, his like little uh, cane that he had, and it like turns into, uh, I've got a list. Let me pull my list. <laughs> so he, uh, he flashes through some things. He, he kind of just like begins to like expect, like, like flick his hand and like these kind of like, these items appear and then like disappear in smoke. So you're seeing these items as they flash by. You see, um, <laughs> you see Dashing's ring. You see a pearl. You see a hat, uh, like a, a like kind of like a think like kind of like pirate with a big feather hat. You see oh, a silver like sword. You see a, a different ring. You see uh, so all these things, uh, a stone that looks like it's shaped like a cat. So Dude. I read through like a, a silver sword. You see a thimble. You see a little stone that's shaped like a cat. You see a hat. You see Dashing's ring. I sort of want to get Dashing's ring back. What do you guys think? I do, but what what is he going to make us do? Answer another riddle. That's our terms. We want that ring, and we'll answer another riddle. What, but what happens? But what happens if we don't answer it correctly? Can we, we get three help? guesses, right? You, yes, you get three guesses. If you don't answer correctly, you don't get the item, but you do get to cross the bridge. Okay. Where do we have to lose? Yeah. Also, your brother must be pretty dumb. <laughs> Oh, he didn't have to answer a riddle. He was unconscious. Oh. They just God, gave those jackalers me the are awful. It was a lot easier. In fact, they didn't answer any riddles either. They're quite dense. They just threw some shiny things at me, and I let them cross the bridge. So Did you get anything else besides the ring? Oh, you want to see my items again? Well, here, no. I've got the, What else did the jackalwares give you? A silver sword made of silver. I've got this here kiss. Oh, he fucking silver thimble. sword. I've got this yeah. thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was waiting. I was waiting. I've also got, yeah, I do have a kiss. It's a little, you see a kiss, and it's like a little thimble. He's got a, oh, a variety of magical Aww. items. Should we get that sword, too? Maybe. I've got riddles for days, baby. Like a shop. Let's Ooh. start. Yeah, I want to go for the sword. Let's start with the ring. Okay, give us a riddle for that ring. Okay, so he gets really excited, you guys. I love this. I love this character. I've been waiting to do this all the long. So he, he like shoots his finger guns and suddenly it's like a game show and there's like little buzzers in front of you. Um, and you hear like music like do 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 do. Oh my god! <laughs> Will our heroes make it across the bridge with some shiny new toys? Will Emma ever stop doing horrible accents? Find out next time on Spellbound. Songs in this episode include Spellbound by Vincent of Bandcamp.com Spring by Alexander Nakarada of SerpentSoundStudios.com River Flute Thinking Music Mischief Maker Suonatori Delia 2 Hamster March, Super Circus, and Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod of Incomtech.filmmusic.io. All sound effects from zapsplat.com. Until next time. Oh my gosh, That's you guys. Have a problem about it. While, okay, I have to stop this real quick. While you, we are doing this right now, some of our friends are live streaming Hollis and Spencer 
and Caitlin Gould. Like they're all in costume and they have a good background. Like it looks like they're live streaming some kind of. Oh, they're doing they're doing the Scottish. They're doing yeah, McBee. What um group is it? Uh, it's Roaming Theater Collaborative is live now, is what it says. Yeah, I'm gonna like this, and I'll keep this part in the podcast. Ooh, if you love it, then more people see it. I'm so I'm just so happy and proud for them. Theater lives on. Oh my God, Hollis's glasses. 